Hello and welcome to the podcast. You're listening to Be Uncluttered. I'm Tara Tuttle and with me is Rebecca Mazzino and together we're going to help you on your journey to a life free of clutter. Hello and welcome to this week's episode. This week we're talking about bathrooms. So we're going to get in there and sort out all of the vanity top clutter and hopefully get your bathroom working a little bit better for you. Yeah, so I was thinking, how can we make talking about bathrooms and bathroom clutter remotely interesting? So as <laughs> always, I was searching for a stat and found some, you know, pretty interesting ones. The first one is the average time that both men and women spend in the bathroom every day is around 30 minutes, mm. but 25% of us spend more than an hour in the bathroom every day. So if that's not a good enough reason to clear the clutter and make it a nice, welcoming, lovely space, then I don't know what is. Yeah. Well, the more time you spend somewhere, the more time you want it to look, the more you want it to work for you and and um, be enjoyable to be in, for sure. Yeah. And it goes, this stat goes on, and I'll put a link to it in the show notes if people want to read more, but I think it's even up to 35, 37 percent of women spend over an hour and a half I guess they're the ones that you know do all the primping and priming and leave with immaculate (laughs) hair and faces which is definitely Mm. not me (laughs) or me yeah Um, I'm definitely in the the low maintenance category there that's for sure but when you think about you know you spend quite a lot of time outside of your home that is a lot of time to spend in one room and because quite often it's not even necessarily a family bathroom it might be your ensuite and not many people go in there, a lot of the time you dump heaps of stuff in there uh, or have it cluttered Mm. or messy or whatever because you think, you know, no one will ever see it but me. But Mm. if it's a lovely place to be, surely that experience has got to be nicer. Yeah. And the bathroom is a space that you want it to be easy to clean because it's not fun cleaning. And I mean, nothing's fun cleaning, but the bathroom (laughs) is not fun cleaning. And so if you can keep it organized and uncluttered, then it's going to be much easier to clean. Therefore, you're going to have to spend less time cleaning it, which means you win because you're not spending so much time cleaning. Mm. Absolutely. So when we're talking bathrooms, Beck, what are the main clutter causes? Like, can you think of a few things that kind of pop up again and again and again when it comes to bathroom clutter? Mm. Well, there's, as far as like the visual clutter and the mess goes, it's usually the things that you use on a daily basis, isn't it? Like mm-hmm. your makeup and hair brushes and shaving brushes and toothpaste and stuff like that, that kind of visual clutter that ends up on top of the vanity that makes it harder to clean, that's the kind of stuff that collects there. And then you've got the hidden clutter, uh, which is the stuff that's taking up all the space inside your storage that you actually never use. Yeah, that's right. And there's things like expired medicines, which... Just don't need to be there. I mean, you know, there's all sorts of things that kind of accumulate in bathrooms, but there are some really easy things to start getting rid of. And mm. that expired medicines one, um, yeah, for sure, is is like I, that is where I would start because it's very black and white. Is it in date? Mm. Are you going to still use it? Yes. Or if it's in date, but you're you don't need that prescription anymore, certainly part with it. But it's really mm. easy. Check the use by date. If it's out of date. Yeah. See ya. Yeah, the decision is already made for you. You don't have to think about it. Yeah. It's just done. Yeah. Absolutely. 
And makeup expires as well. So it, if only it had expiry dates written on it, though, that would make it much easier mm. because it's harder to tell. You have to kind of rely on its texture or its smell or a vague memory of, of when you bought it. Same with nail polishes, I think. They they can be quite um, oh, one of those things that almost just breeds and you think, you know, you get them as gifts or you see a nice colour and you pick it up <laughs> and then all of a sudden you go to pick out that red nail polish and there's like 20 of them in the pot. But yeah. that can and be it's really something. Oh, I was going to say, it's something people give you as well. Like, yeah. oh, I was just cleaning out my nail polishes. You like this colour, don't you? <laughs> and they, they sort of accumulate a bit that way. Yeah, and but they're really, they're, they're quite easy, I think, as well to part with. If you, firstly, if you don't like that colour, obviously, see ya. Hmm. But if you pull them out and quite often if I'm trying, you know, going through my testing one, I'll just grab a post-it note or something. And if the brush doesn't glide, like if it's sticky or yep. gloopy, is that even a word? Lumpy, that yes. kind of thing. Just get rid of them because they're not going to go on well and they're they're past their best. So that can be. Yep. That can Sometimes be you can't too. even get the lid off. So that's a nice <laughs> yeah. one too. If you can't get the lid off well, it has to go. <laughs> yep. Or if it's been on its side and leaked and then the lid is oh. all stuck to the, yeah, oh. <laughs> nail polishes. Um, it's oh. quite good actually. My kids have just hit the phase where. They don't like kids' nail polishes anymore because they said they come off. The first time you go in the pool or anything, <laughs> they're gone. Mm. So now when people um, give them nail, like kids, the kids' little nail polishes, they're like, thanks, but no thanks, or they just pass them straight on. <laughs> so yeah. they're, just, they're yeah. just still mine now. Yeah. What about excess toiletries and soaps mm. and deodorant, like those duplicates of everything that quite often yep. you find lots of spares in bathrooms don't you yeah definitely people do like to stock up for the apocalypse make sure they've got <laughs> plenty of deodorant when the zombies come and get them because it's one of those things you kind of forget how much you've got and so when it's on special people will buy like a few at a time um forgetting that they bought a few at a time the last time it was on special and so it, they build up a little bit soaps especially i mean <sighs> People hardly even use soap anymore. They tend to use like the liquid soap in the mm-hmm. dispenser, but you still find boxes and boxes and boxes of soap in vanities that are years old. So that's another thing you can look at is, you know, how many duplicates are taking up all of the space in your cupboard too. So they definitely cause clutter. Yeah. Um, perfumes is one of those things, a bit like cosmetics that have an expiry date but that's mm. not printed on the side. And perfumes, I think I'll see if I can find some detail on this and pop a link in the show notes. But I think it's it's only like two years or something that a perfume is good or is at its best for, and that's from mm. the date of manufacture. So when you pick it up off the shelf, it might have been sitting on that shelf for a year already. And you can. it's quite mm. funny because if you've ever held on to perfumes for long enough, you spray them on you and it's like, hang on, did I just dip myself in vinegar? And sometimes <laughs> you can't even notice until like you're out of the house and you get a whiff and you're like, that doesn't that doesn't smell like that beautiful like it floral used to. fragrance. Mm. Yeah, that smells like red wine vinegar or <laughs> apple cider vinegar or something. <laughs> um, so I think you gotta you gotta check those things as well, not just assume that because they're still half full and they're sealed technically, that they can mm. um they're gonna last. Yeah, old perfumes are something we I find a lot of with clients. Yeah, it's there. There's no routine around discarding them. 
mm. usually. So they just sort of stick around. And all with about five mils left in the bottom. Like <laughs> if I, like you just can't bear the idea of getting to the bottom and then having to throw the pretty bottle out. And so you just hold oh, on yes. to the last five mils of every fragrance you've had since you were 22. <laughs> <laughs> Speak for yourself. Well, not okay. me. I do one at a time now. Yeah, I'm. I'm with fragrances. I'm really fussy, and I'm very loyal. So I think I've had about four fragrances that I have worn in my life consistently, and I, it takes me. Yeah, it's actually it might even be less. Probably three. <laughs> so probably one decade each. <laughs> yeah. Right. So. Yeah, so I'm not a really big perfumey person. Mm. What about styling appliances? Do you find many of, the, many of them in your clients' homes, like all the different? Yeah, yeah. Usually there's there's a couple of appliances that aren't being used anymore, but they're being hung on to as a spare mm-hmm. just in case the current one breaks or as a travel one or as an emergency one if, you know, you someone comes over and, you know, needs to borrow one or something like that. So, or, or sometimes someone will update their appliance but and keep the other one by accident almost because it's all the way, it just gets shoved at the back of the cupboard and um, the new one gets used and the old one doesn't anymore. So it's... It's a lot. And there's sometimes you go through phases, like depending on what your hair is like, you'll go through phases where you use an, a, something all the time and then you get your hair cut and you don't use it again because your hair is, you know, six inches shorter or something like that. So you don't need that particular styling thing again. And so it sort of just gets pushed aside and it just hangs around there doing nothing. Yeah, I think the travel one is quite interesting because I had that for years. I held on to like a travel hairdryer. And then I thought, where do I ever go that there is not a hairdryer in the room? You know, like there's mm. no, there would be very few hotel rooms now that don't have a hairdryer. And worst case, true. if I knew that that was happening, you could go out and either buy one or I could pack my full-size one <laughs> because I don't pack that much stuff anyway. I could take yeah. a full-size hair. It's not, like, it's not like the travel one is so much different in size. And I would take yeah. my straightener anyway. So what's another thing anyway? So um, yeah, I did, did, but I carded my travel hairdryer around for about ten years. It probably wouldn't have even worked if I tried. But um, <laughs> those kind of things that you hold on to because you always have and don't really question yeah. them anymore. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I my travel hairdryer and my travel straightener are both quite tiny, uh, so I feel. I feel justified in keeping those and they don't live in the bathroom or with any of my hair product stuff. They live in my suitcase. So they sort of, at least they have a home. But yeah, my my straightener, thankfully I've got fine hair because it's really tiny. It wouldn't work on your hair because you've got mm. too much of it. But it's it's a nice tiny little thing and I just use it um, while I'm away. And the hairdryer, yeah, you're right. There's very few places you'll go that don't have a hairdryer so um, you could probably ditch that um, safely. Mm. So where do we start if we've if we're nodding along listening to this going okay yep that's me I have the cluttered bathroom where do we start how do we start decluttering this place? Right well the stuff that's on the counter is probably being used so that stuff is wouldn't be the first place that I would go. I would go into the cupboards and look for the old stuff that has expiry dates. So like you were saying before, those easy decisions, go for those ones first. Mm. 
So like you said, medicines, sunscreens, Mm -hmm. uh, anything that has an expiry date, you could just go through that and get rid of those. Half-filled things that you've replaced but have hung on to the old version. So, you know, shampoo, like if there's an old shampoo that you didn't don't use anymore but there's still a little bit left in the bottom, just, you know, get rid of that. Yeah, I think that with the hair stuff there's quite, I'm, I'm speaking from experience here, there's like the phases with the hair, you know, I'll buy the salt spray for when I want to do messy hair and then I'll buy the sleek spray for when I want to have mm. sleek hair. And some of them I've liked, some of them I was like, oh, no, that makes my hair too greasy or I don't like the way yeah, that exactly. smells. But I don't, I think because they're full or they're half full, again, it's that thing of what's oh, waste, I hold on to it, even though yep. I'm not using it. So yep. I think that hair gels, lotions, you know, mousse, I don't know if anyone uses mousse Definitely. anymore. You know what I mean? That kind of, that whole hair realm is probably yep. a good place. There's to- so many products and, you know, we do, like you said, just jump from one to the other quite Mm -hmm. a little bit so going in there and reviewing what am I actually using Mm -hmm. and you know in just ditching the other stuff I went through a phase of getting that thickening powder oh and all it did is just I mean it did sort of make my hair a little bit more textured but it made it staticky and Uh. (laughs) it it was like a bit more I don't know I just I didn't like anyway so I recently went and just got rid of all of anything that I'd collected as far as that kind of texturizing thickening powder went it just went because I was my hair was standing on end <laughs> it was all staticky and gross um make sure if you've got a bunch of this stuff that you're getting rid of try as much as possible to dispose of it ethically so if you've got things that are liquid don't necessarily put them down the drain I'd google the best way to to let go of them it might be that you get a bucket of sand from your kid's sandpit and pour them into the sand and put that in the bin Mm. Uh, you're expired yeah that's what I've heard because because if you pour it you know say you've got a um some kind of beachy spray I'm trying to think of something that's quite liquid that I couldn't Mm. turn the lid off if I tip that down the sink it's not because it's not just salt water in there (laughs) there's all sorts of other fragrances and chemicals Mm. and then that just goes in the water system and Mm. you don't know where it's going to end up so um, one thing quite often, and because it's the same with lots of household cleaners, if you're disposing of them, they say if you get a bucket of sand, put it in a bin bag and tip your products into there so it's not all going to leak mm. out of the bag because the sand kind of captures it all and holds it all and then it goes to landfill, which is still not great, but it's better than, mm. you know, because once it's in the water system, it's really hard to remove a lot of that stuff. And with your medicines and things like that, just take them back to the pharmacy rather than trying to figure out the best way to dispose of them yourself. Um, you're not supposed to put them in landfill and you yeah, shouldn't definitely. put them down your drain. But you're, all pharmacists and chemists, if you take them back and say either these are expired, I took some back recently and I said they're not expired but we won't use them anymore and um, so I just don't want them. <laughs> so they just they take them all and they deal with it. Uh, so that's a way to get rid of those. My pharmacist... Um, kind of I, I can actually see them inwardly groaning when I walk in with a bag of stuff because I often bring things in from clients <laughs> so I bring in more than average and they're like oh yeah thanks here she comes again <laughs> I'm in a big pile of medicines and all sorts of stuff that you know they they I'm not quite sure why because they do say that 
you meant to do that, but my pharmacist doesn't seem to be too impressed when, <laughs> when I bring them in. So just be prepared. You might get a reaction from them that's, you know, they might be a little bit disappointed that they have to do that, but they do. So they do. That's I part keep of giving it to them. Exactly. If you're decluttering your makeup, I think I think that's quite and we should probably do a show on makeup. We should probably get someone actually that wears more makeup than us back that can talk <laughs> yeah, about that makeup. Knows about it. <laughs> <laughs> but um when you I'll put there's a I've got a link actually um to a guide that tells you how long you should keep your makeup for before it goes off. So mm-hmm. I will pop that in the show notes and also in our community. But yeah. be sensible with some of your makeup even if it hasn't gone off if you bought the blue mascara on a whim or for mm. a you know fancy dress party and you used it and you haven't used it for a while and you don't think you'll use it again let it go same with eyeshadows mm. I think eyeshadows we get carried away because there's so many pretty colors but then we put them on our face and I'm not speaking from experience here because I'm not an eyeshadow person but you know and people go oh that green one looked beautiful in the um Pot, mm. but on my face it makes me look really washed out but we never do this part with them we go oh well eyelash- oh, eyelashes <laughs> eyeshadows last forever I'll just <laughs> pop it at the back of the cupboard so I think that's yeah. an area you could really slim down if you got serious about it yeah I pulled out an eyelash palette that I had put aside because I don't know how I ended up with two of them but I ended up with two so I, I pulled it out recently actually and I thought oh okay well I should use that and I didn't know how I have no idea how old it was so well, anyway you, I opened you it you just up. said eyelash palette do you mean eyeshadow oh, did or? I am I not I, is that what you said but I, I said, that said eyelash <laughs> oh god okay uh, eyeshadow palette <laughs> and um I, I'm pretty sure like I know it's old and you I'll I'll tell you why in a minute how I know it's really old but I suspected it was fairly old but when I went to use it but the my eye shadow I went to say eyelash again my eyeshadow brush was a bit gunky and because I'd used sort of a a liquidy one mm-hmm. and so I thought I'll just use the one for now rather than you know do the actual work of washing my other one I'll just use the little foamy brush that comes with this <laughs> particular palette so I went to use the foamy brush and it just all crumbled and disintegrated <laughs> and I went okay, this is way too old and I just like threw it out straight away. But, yeah, so when the um, little foam pad disintegrates, you definitely know (laughs) that you should have thrown it out a long time ago. And I don't know why we seem to be cool with putting old makeup on our face, like people that won't drink milk one day past the best before date (laughs) or the use by date, but you're happy to slather 15-year-old you know, mm. um, primer on your skin or eyeshadow on your eyes. And it's like, it's still going on your body. It's still going to get <laughs> into your body. Mm. Um, why are we so okay with doing that with, with yeah. makeup when we would never do it with food or whatever? So yeah. that's funny. Yeah. Um, um, mascara is a big one too. Mm. And I don't know how long it takes for that to go off. But I tend to, I'm one of those people who uses it until it's too gluggy and then I get rid of it, but it probably goes off before then. But it's nev- it never smells smell. bad. Oh, yeah, well, I Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Oh, I okay. Think, I think if you if you smell, it's supposed to be like fish, isn't it? As in, well, okay, let me clarify that. It doesn't smell <laughs> like fish, but, you know, fresh fish doesn't really have a smell. Oh, I get what you old mean. fish has a smell. 
Yeah. Mascara is the same. So like new mascara, mascara that's within its use-by date, I feel like I've seen this on an episode of Oprah, um, <laughs> shouldn't have a smell. But if so if you take the lid off your mascara and smell it and it smells like anything other mm. than nothing, <laughs> you should let go of it. So ah. mm. well, there you go. I think in that whole makeup realm as well, there's all of the little styling items like your makeup brushes, which we – definitely don't clean as often as we should. Maybe some people do, but I know I don't. Um, I don't. Hair brushes, like all the other styling stuff that goes along with it. We end up just accumulating this stuff. And especially because they're quite small, it becomes one of those things that, you know, it's not like having too much camping gear and you can't shut your garage door. When you just have too many eyeshadow brushes, nail clippers, eyelash shapers I don't know what those little things are called you know all the little bits Mm. bobby pins and you know hair clips when you have too much of that stuff it's all tiny you can put it all in a bag at the back of your cupboard it doesn't really get in your way but when you start going through do I use this do I use this do I use this Mm. um those things really start adding up so I think that's a good good place while you're looking at makeup look at all those other little bits as well Mm. I love going through my bathroom just when we're talking about it I'm already feeling like I'd like to do it again. I've just done it recently. But to me, cleaning out my bathroom cupboards makes a big difference to my my overall days. Like just being able to find everything really quickly when I'm trying to get ready, it makes a huge difference. And as we're talking about getting rid of stuff, I'm already feeling lighter even though I'm not actually doing it. <laughs> I wonder if anyone else is feeling that way. I reckon before the, we finish this episode, people are going to be like, got their headphones on diving in their vanity (laughs) yeah hopefully and the thing is and this is what cracks me up it's like the deodorant and the you know when you find 12 boxes of toothpaste in a client's cupboard and you're like how far do you live from the shops you know shops Mm. are now open 18 hours a day most of them um if not 24 like if you ran out of when you don't live in south australia yeah oh yeah yeah true (laughs) If it's not a Sunday in South Australia. Um, but, but worst case, you're going to know when you get to half a tube of toothpaste and you can start planning to buy a new one in the next week mm. or two weeks. But people seem to stock up. And like you said, the special offers and discounts, they come around so quickly in the supermarket. Do, yep. We buy for the next six months in case it might not be on sale again, even though. But it always is within a few weeks. Mm. Yeah. Oh, it's funny, the whole the whole cosmetic thing. And I've started because I, you know, we did um, renovations in our ensuite and I really wanted a m- very minimalist bathroom. So we ha- I have a plant and a little sign and hand soap on our vanity and that's it. I don't like anything mm-hmm. because it's so easy to clean, like two sprays, exactly whoosh, done. And then so my husband keeps all his stuff in the mirrored, cabinet that opens and mine is in the drawers but I wanted it really streamlined so I've tried the whole I have one deodorant and when I feel like it's getting low I buy another Mm -hmm. deodorant and I'm the same with perfume I have one perfume and it's and do you get annoyed do you get annoyed at the crossover of like trying to find a home for the second one in that little crossover where you have to I have an empty box in the uh-huh. middle of the vanity where the which yep. is like the holding zone that's like the they do a there's a holding pattern going on in there until you use <laughs> a tiny last little bit and then the next one comes out but it's empty mm. at times because yeah you know, the new one's out 
Mm. Yeah, yeah. I'm the same. I, I try and have just one of everything and when it gets to a certain point, that's when I write it on the shopping list and um, then I'm not having yeah, too many just building up over time. Mm-hmm. I do have a little bit of a, a – my my vanity, bathroom vanity is quite small and so my flow over, my overflow is in my bedroom and so I just have like a little tub under my bed but I went through and cleaned that up recently too and, yeah, there's hardly anything in there. So it's um, it's just the way I like it. It's, there's not much there at all. Yeah, I think that idea of redistributing – the overflow to other areas can be really good. If you've got a really Mm. small space, instead of going, oh, toothpaste, I use this, if you're going to buy in bulk. And, you know, I know some people that buy at places like Costco or whatever, there's no option to Mm. buy one toothpaste. You buy the six-pack or nothing. So if you're buying those things in bulk and toilet paper and all of that, just because they're used in the bathroom doesn't mean you have to store the overflow there. If you don't have the cupboard space, rather than having it all piled up on the floor or in corners or on top of the vanity or whatever, see if you can make a bit of room in your linen cupboard or mm. under the kitchen sink or um, if you're like me, sometimes I store, we buy that who gives a crap toilet paper, which oh, comes yeah. in boxes of like of three billion or something. <laughs> So I use the kids' bathroom. I use that because they don't have that much stuff. I use mm. the bathroom cupboards in theirs to store all of the overflow of that and tissues and things. So, you know, have a look around your house, see if there's other areas that you can you can store yeah. that so that it's not crowding out your space. And you have to remember to shop out of that because if you forget that it's there, you mm. will buy replacements for things you actually already have four of in your overflow. So I sort of, with clients, I, I like to call it the... Um, their little miniature supermarket or their little yeah. miniature pharmacy. So when they run out of something, go look in your fi- your pharmacy in the linen cupboard first and then add it to the li- shopping list if it's not there because mm-hmm. there will almost always be one there before you have to buy one. Yeah, absolutely. And when you're going through your stuff and decluttering, apply the whole just for when or just in case rule. We talked about that mm-hmm. about a million years ago and I think it was about <laughs> episode three or something. So just Absolutely. for when is for something like toothpaste or deodorant. You know you will use it. You've got this item as a spare and mm. you know that you will use that in time. It might be in a month or it might be in three months, but it is just for when you run out. You're just in case items and this is for me, I'm trying to think of what other people's just in case items. For me it would be something like fake tan which mm. I maybe used half a bottle on a holiday I went on 12 months ago. What am I keeping it for? Uh, just in case I go on another holiday where I'm wearing a bikini and want to use fake tan. Well, okay, that's not mm. a good enough reason because it's not just for when. I don't know when that holiday is. Yeah. Um, I don't know that it will come up. So that for me, um, or things like, body powders and glitters and bronzers and that kind of stuff. For yeah, me, they're just going out stuff. Yeah, just in case mm. items. And for me, those those events happen too few, few and far between that yeah. there's no point holding on to all that stuff. So now I get smarter. If I buy fake tan, I buy the small bottles, even though it's not as savvy if you look at how much it costs per 100 mils or whatever, mm. it, you're probably paying more per 100 mils. But I don't. I just don't use the big bottles. I use it for a small yeah. time, and then it's then I don't use it yeah. again for another two years. So, right. So right. off of tans, let's get back mm. to um. Oh, 
you know what? Let's talk about hotel minis. This is oh, a yes. bugbear of mine. Yeah, yep. Um, don't bring them home unless you have run out of your little stash that you need for your next trip, which you probably don't need anyway because there's going to be more at the next hotel that you go to. <laughs> I don't know what it is. People love taking the hotel minis and I kind of get it because you feel like you've paid for it, you want maximum value and that includes the tiny half shampoo, half conditioner, half <laughs> body lotion, whatever. I love how some hotels just you know, at the cheaper end of the scale, cram all the possible things you might need in the shower into one container and you're like, yeah. how can it be shampoo, conditioner and body wash all in one <laughs> tube? <laughs> but, um, you know, and people will take them. And, like, I've got nothing against people taking them home, but people take them home and then don't use them. And I'm like, yeah. if you loved that, you know, body wash or you love the conditioner and you want to take it home, by all means take it, but then mm. use it. Yeah, don't just take it because it. it's free. Yeah. Which is usually why people take them. Yeah. Because they're free. And um if if for some reason your little travel pack has broken or gotten lost and you think, oh, I'll reuse these small containers with my own stuff, that's a great idea. Mm. But again, put a limit on how many you keep because you're only going to need one set. Yep, absolutely. So use them or lose them, people, because yep. and you can donate unused ones. Mm-hmm. And there are places like um, women's shelters that will take unopened uh, packs of those travel toiletries, but they have to be unopened. They have to be mm. brand new. Yep. Um, I find that quite a lot of people will decorate in the bathroom and I have no problems with that. But then when you add excess stuff like items that you're going to use and whatever mm. sometimes the all the decor and the extra pretty stuff like the vases and the I don't know trinkety plants things that, and yeah put around and, they can all yeah. just add to a feeling of being overwhelmed and being mm-hmm. cluttered and be, I like candles people always put candles in the bathroom and they never use them they think I'll, mm. I'll burn that when I have a bath and mm. they don't and then there's 20 candles in a bathroom and you think well, yeah, come on. Is this is this helping you feel serene and relaxed in your bath, or are you just looking around going, "Oh man, there's so much stuff in here," <laughs> and and dusting candles is annoying. Oh yeah, absolutely. So I would say while you're in there and decluttering everything else, look around and see if yep. there's other stuff that doesn't need to be in there that you're choosing to put in there for decoration. Is it adding to the um, sense of calm and? relaxation in your bathroom or is it just adding to a feeling of overwhelm and if it is then take it out ditch it yep Mm -hmm. um kids bath toys this is another thing that collects up quite a bit and i think we could you could probably just take the same approach to other toys and say how many are enough and can we get rid of you know at least half of the things because when you think about what the kids need in their bath to keep them entertained, to keep them there long enough for you to clean them, it's probably less than what you think. So mm-hmm. you could probably reduce the amount of bath toys that are in there as well. You know, usually just an old measuring cup <laughs> will do the job. Um, it doesn't have to be a trillion things. Mm-hmm. And all of those little plastic bath toys that have the holes in the bottom that you mm-hmm. can't ever dry. Um, that just accumulate mold 
really quickly and then your kids squeeze them and squeak them in the bath again and all the mould from the inside comes outside into the water. And then into their mouth because, of course, they drink the water. Oh, gross. Mm. We used to, um, the bath and our, like, bath toy collection was one of the pathways to toy heaven in our house. So things like if kids were playing with, um, it was always, you know, like the actiony figure type thing yeah. or the or Barbie dolls or whatever. When they were um, becoming less loved, they would transition to the bathroom. Anything that, you know, could obviously tolerate being in water. We weren't putting soft toys or anything in there. Um, and then the kids would play with the Barbies in the bath for, you know, a few months. And then mm-hmm. you could, with Barbies for me, it was always you could start to see the hairline was going dark because that's the bit yeah. that would never properly dry. And so then you'd go, okay, they're getting mouldy. Thanks, Barbie. You're, you know, it's the end of your life. And we so we would kind of transition our regular toys through yeah, there. Out that mm. way, yeah. Be With the ones that do fill with water and like have air in them but they have the little hole in them, what you can do before you use them is you can plug up that hole with some silicon or some hot glue. Mm-hmm. And that means that they won't ever get the mold inside them. Um, but if they do already have the hole in them, I would say it's probably if it's more than if it's more than a few days old. In fact, it will have mold in it. So if something stays damp for forty eight hours, it will be releasing mold spores from then onwards. So if you do have anything with in the bathroom with holes in them, I would really strongly recommend you throw them away now and then prepare the next lot so that they can't get the water inside them and then you won't have to throw them away quite as quickly. Mm, if you cut them open, you'll see how much mold's inside them and you'll be grossed out enough to get rid of them. Oh, it's the same with like, you know, some of the plastic straws on kids' sippy cups and stuff like oh, that, yes. the ones that are... Yeah that are not clear, that you can't, oh, oh. Yeah. When I was a new mum, I made this mistake and I wasn't cleaning. I was just sort of, there was one cup that I wasn't cleaning properly somehow. And one night Zoe just refused to drink out of it. I was like, what are you doing? Aren't you thirsty? And she was sort of a toddlerish by then and and she sort of waved it at me and threw it away and I was like, what's going on? And so I took a drink out of it and I was like, oh, gross. And I could taste something funky in there and then when I opened it up I could see that was that it was the inside of that little straw bit Mm. and I hadn't cleaned it properly and it had all like moldy gross stuff in it so I I apologized profusely to my poor child and Mm. um, cleaned it properly but I was really fastidious after that and I made sure that the same cup that was at her grandmother's house I made sure that was cleaned properly as well because I noticed that hadn't been properly cleaned it was just really hard to see so yeah I got in with a little brush and, and I showed uh, my mother-in-law as well, like where it all hides, and she was grossed out too. So <laughs> from mm-hmm. then on, Zoe had nice clean cups. So let's round this out with a couple of tips. What are, what are some tips you've got to keep your bathroom nice and neat and organised, Beck? Okay, have a home for everything and use containers and storage baskets. That's my biggest tip. I use containers, um, little Ikea storage baskets, the Variera ones, like plastic Mm -hmm. ones. I've got a row of those with all my different categories of stuff in them. And I don't keep anything on the vanity. I pull the tub up out of the vanity, put it on the top, use it, and then I put it back under again. So that's my main way of keeping my space organized. Yeah, I think the shallow storage is key, isn't it? Because if you can't see it, and nothing with a lid. Mm. Yeah. Nothing with a lid, just tubs, um, shallowish tubs that you can see the stuff in and um, pull them out and, and use them. And, and you can 
sort of group things. And then you can use that as a boundary as well. So you can say, like, I only I only need enough nail stuff that will fit in this t- little tub and any more than that has to be discarded. So you end up with that natural boundary as well, which will keep it main- main- maintainable <laughs> in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, I think as well you could, if you've got things with expiration dates, you could write them on it with a permanent marker nice and clearly yeah. when you get them and bring them into your home so it's really easy to see you don't have to go digging around and trying to find it and then sometimes those expiration dates fade and mm, things like that um so that's something you can do also just like use your gifts when people give you a beautiful hand cream or yep. you know a lovely soap or whatever it is like don't save them for the special day. Don't. I just wrote a blog post about this. Don't wait until the Pope comes to visit to use your special soap. Like use it today. Today just is a great it. excuse. Just use yep. it and stop saving all these things because by the time you decide to use it in 15 years, it'll smell disgusting. So yeah, exactly. enjoy it while it's good. Or if you know you're not going to because it's not your thing, um, re-gift it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the other thing you can do is combine your almost empty products. So if you've got a couple mm. of pots of moisturiser that have got, you know, a little bit left in them, rather than keeping all three pots, put all three into one of the pots, use it up and then let it go just to stop all the duplicates, you know, from um, taking up all that extra space. Yeah, for sure. So there's probably more to talk about bathroom-wise, but we've come to the end of you know, this particular episode and uh, if we have uh, another episode on bathrooms one day. We didn't talk about bathroom linen, so that will be something that we can talk about another time. And uh, But I really encourage you now to roll up your sleeves, dive into those bathroom cupboards and make your bathroom easy to keep clean and tidy and usable um, by decluttering and getting rid of all of that stuff that crams it all up. Thanks for joining us. If you've enjoyed listening, we'd love it if you'd leave a review or tell all your friends about us so they too can be uncluttered. If you'd like to connect with us, you can find us at beuncluttered.com.au or via Facebook and Instagram or on our own websites at clearspace.net.au and basklifecoaching.com.